0: Hello, welcome, or welcome back to the Life is Told by Kinney podcast. I am your host, Kendria Vaughn. Today is episode 17 of this beautiful podcast here, this wonderful experience. And today we are going to be talking about discipline. Well, really, self-discipline. Um, I'm not going to tell you how to discipline your kids. Trust me, I am not the one to tell you how to do that. Still figuring it out for myself. Thank you very much. Um, anyway, rabbit hole. Already, dang, not even 30 seconds into the podcast, I'm already scrolling. Okay, back on track here. So self-discipline. I want to talk about this because this is a really big Uh, I don't know. It's an area of improvement for me, for sure. One hundred percent. A million percent. Um, We all operate from our beliefs. And I have a belief that in order to be successful, um, successful people, I have a belief that successful people um, are excellent or um incredible when it comes to self-discipline. So like you always hear those stories of just instead of like going out to do the barbecue or go to the party on Saturday night, they were self-disciplined, whoever they are, is, whatever, um, and decided to stay home and work on whatever it is they needed to work on, you know, whether it's studying or their business or whatever their goals are, their art, you know. Um, and I think that uh, I, I this one is such a hard one for me because as of right now I am only consciously aware of this life I'm living right now. And so I only have the oh, I only have this moment for um to decide like the whether or not I can make this a memorable experience or not. Um and the, the idea of like, we never know when our time is, you know, like I, I could fall asleep tonight and not wake up tomorrow, you know? And so there's that part of me that's like, just go have a great time. Enjoy the mo- moment, um, make a great memory and make your life, you know, something that you are having fun in and exciting and, and, and enjoying. And then there's this other part of me that wants to be successful, and um okay so I had to pause all my notifications because they're going off like crazy that's when you know you're in a group chat but um so back to what I was saying that yes there's that part of me that wants to enjoy life and have these crazy fun experiences and like I want to try and do so many things in my life like while I am here alive and I have great health and you know of sound mind and body. Like I want to do all these fun, crazy things. And then, um, the other part of me wants to be successful and like have self-discipline. And there's that aspect of delayed gratification. And I'm, (laughs) I'm trying to figure out that part, you know, like how do I, how do I like balance those things and I there's so many different theories and and perspectives on balance and if it exists or not if it's true um and in my opinion I do believe that there is balance that you can have balance in your life when it comes to um like being self-disciplined and having fun I think that that can happen and it all comes down to planning and um I, I guess it is kind of hard to plan fun, but if you have like events, like, you know, you're going to go to um, have like a wine event on like a Saturday night and then, you know, on like Sunday until three, maybe that's your recovery time if you're 30 like me. And then, you know, that at four o'clock and on or whatever, that's when you are focusing on whatever... I, basically I'm saying is like plan it out. So then that way, you know, you have your fun things aren't are written down. And then you also have your things that you have to do in order to keep moving forward and keep growing that sort of thing. Because I know that self-discipline is an area of growth for me. Um, I, it is not something that comes natural to me. Um, I feel like that is, there are some people, especially in like military households, um, or with military, military backgrounds, people tend to be more, more <laughs> self-disciplined. I can't talk. Um, anyway. And so like, actually today I was watching Will Smith's vlog. These <laughs> damn, it. And it was the line trays, Will Smith's, <laughs> um, Anyway, and he, if you've been watching his vlogs, he is um, on, or he actually on Instagram. He's like on the socials now. He's like fancy and cool. Um, I mean, he's Will Smith, duh. Anyway, um, he is on a mission to get in the best shape of his life. He's 52 years old. He weighed in. Well, I watched episode two today of this Best shape of his life series, and his top weigh in was at two twenty six. I don't know how tall he is. Maybe like six three, six two. I'm not sure, but um, he says that that was the most he's ever weighed in his entire life, and he's um, determined to get back into shape. And he talks about um, how his dad was in the military and. Um, He told him and his brother when they were younger, um, that they needed to build a wall with bricks and him and his brother, Will and his brother were complaining about, oh, this wall, this wall, like it's, it's going to take forever and we can't do it. We're only like two kids. And his dad told them like, you need to not focus or not think about the wall what you need to focus and think about is that one brick that you need to lay down next and lay that one down perfectly. That's all you need to focus on and just keep doing that over and over again. And that put, that put that into perspective for me. Cause when I think about self-discipline, I'm like, Oh, it's this huge, like it feels so heavy, like to be disciplined and not have the the freedom to like do whatever I want, whenever I want, you know, but I feel like I can be disciplined for a day. Like that's all I need to focus on. I know that like, if I go to sleep and I'm, um, blessed with another day, then that day I can be disciplined in, in what needs to be done. But it's when I think about it as this huge, big task or something that's required of me, it like it's like, oh my gosh, this is too much. Like what I just need to like go on a wild free dance or something. <laughs> it's not it's not it. So I think that listening to that story of Will Smith's dad and how he laid it out for him just was like another reminder of like, okay, I can do this. Just focus on what I need to do next and that's it. That's absolutely it. No big picture, just what's Next. And then, of course, I have weekly goal meetings to actually today. We just, mine and Michael had ours today. Um, and I can make sure I'm keeping that long-term goal in mind at those weekly goal meetings and then just daily just figure out what the next task is and only think about that. Another belief I operate from is, um, only take advice and, um, truly listen to people, um, that have fruit on their tree in the area that you're being given advice. So one thing, like when most people talk about being successful, like big successful, one thing that they say is like, Oh, I want to be on Forbes 30 under 30 or whatever. However, you know how they have Forbes. Forbes is well known for being like people who are financially successful. I'd say that. And, um, so that is what I went to to find an article on self-discipline. And it is by Brent Gleason. And guess what? He's a former, former Navy SEAL. Um, so there's something about military and discipline that I just admire. I'll have this article in the show notes, um, like in the description too. So if you wanted to read it yourself, um, it's actually really, really good. Um, But I'm going to go over the eight tips or steps on how to be more self-disciplined. Number one is know your strengths and weaknesses. Um, And my strengths are... I can hyper-focus on something so stinking easily. For example, yesterday um, I was doing the dishes and after the dishes were done, I was like so focused on every little detail. So like we have one of those faucets that you can pull the hand, the, pull the spout down and like change the setting, whether it's like a shower head spray or just like the one solid spray with like the water coming out. Anyway, I, I feel like, you know what I'm talking about, but, um, And inside of the little switch that changes how the water comes out, there was like, you know, gross stuff in there. And I'm like sitting here, still standing there and like really focusing on getting in there. And then that was done. And then it was the coffee pot. And so I was like scrubbing the coffee pot. And then I was, um, what else? And then I noticed that there was honey that was like caked onto our tea holder thing. And so I was cleaning that up and it's like the one little tiny thing after another. And it took up a good part of my time. Like I I had no intention of doing all of that. I just wanted to get the dishes um, done and that was it. But then it, led to all these other little things. So if I, if there is something that really needs detailed, um, focus, like that's me, I can, I can help you out with that. Um, and then my weakness (laughs) is wasting my time on social media for sure. Um, on TikTok. And this kind of leads in to number two, number two was, um, or is remove temptations and TikTok is now deleted from my phone. <laughs> um and I definitely feel like it's only been since Tuesday or Wednesday. Wait, what's t- Yeah, and today's Monday. And I haven't, you know, it's funny is that I haven't missed it at all. I haven't been like, oh dang, like I want to be on TikTok. Like that that hasn't happened at all, surprisingly. Um and I feel like it has helped me be more productive because we went through all of Jade and Mila's toys, my kids' toys, and um, I went through all of their clothes and got rid of all of everything. I switched out their hangers, so they've, they're both upgraded. They no longer have kids' hangers, like the smaller ones, like the baby-sized hangers. They both Their clothes fall off of those now, so they're using adult hangers now. So sad. But also, like, yay, my children are growing. Anyway, so like my time has been, um, dedicated to other things that are more productive than scrolling for literally hours. I could scroll for hours. It's not healthy. I know. And that's why I'm working on it. (laughs) Another temptation of mine is staying up late. So, and it's, I don't know that it's a temptation. I don't know. I'm not sure how to define that, but I feel like this is an another area that I can work on that will help me with my self-discipline because I'll stay up late because for whatever reason, I right, right now, it's power. Um, uh, My brother-in-law had recommended that I watch it. And so me and Michael, it's actually been a nice thing that me and Michael have both been enjoying together. Like it's to just lay back and watch a show together and like, It's really fun, actually. We haven't done watched a show like this in probably a few years. So, um, and I'm obsessed with it. There's six seasons, and we just hit season four last night, and it's so stinking good. So, um, don't mind me on my like Tasha and Angela boss babe vibes. Like they're so like I love Angela's style in the show, but with Tasha's like mm, like she's just so powerful, you know, like she, it's just so good. Okay. We're moving on. Number three is have clear goals. Um, and with the clear goals have an execution plan. Um, and so this, so with our weekly goal meetings, this is something that we do. So we talk about our like Big long-term goals. Make sure that those are things that we're still interested in that we want. And then we kind of dial it back to daily and what we can do daily and what needs to be done and plan it out. So going back to um, my goals, we had our goal meeting, Michael and I did today. And my four things, I'm still doing it, guys. Um, the meditation, the uh, gratitude, um, getting some sort of audio visual a day. And what the heck is my last one? Oh, reading. And so my plan of execution for this is, um, Michael is, he's extremely knowledgeable when it comes to meditation, um, and hypnosis. But anyways, meditation specifically, there are benefits to doing it in the morning, like at as close to sleep as possible because of the brain state that you're in or the state of your brain, um, state of consciousness. Anyway. So, um, that is what I'm going to do first thing in the morning. Um, so I'm going to be meditating in the morning and then after I'm done meditating, I will read a minimum of five pages, five pages. I'm also switching the book I'm going to read because I've been trying to read, um, thinking grow rich and it's, I, it's, I'm having a really hard time with it. And I'm also like, oh, do I just stick with it just to say I can finish the book and I am self-disciplined to finish the book? Or, um, if it's not feeding me in the way that I need to be fed, which it's really not right now, I think I need to switch to something else. Anyways, um, so <laughs> I need to read five pages. Um, and then after that, I'm going to do my gratitude and I'm doing it this way because whenever I think of truly being successful and having like an awesome morning routine, I think back to like 2018, 29, no, like 2017, 2018. And I had such a good, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I had such a good morning routine with like, I got my coffee and I um, I don't think Michael and I were really into meditation, but we did pray. But that's kind of like a, the same, but different, you know? Um, but anyway, so meditation and reading and, oh, nope, I said that backwards meditation. No, no, no. That's right. (laughs) Meditation, reading and gratitude. And then after that, then I will do my workout if I'm going to work out that morning, um, or just get ready for work, whatever the plan is that day. And then the things as far as like, um, like outlining the podcast or, um, editing. Oh guys, I'm gonna have to come back to this. I'll come back to that thought. Um, anyways, those other things are listed out in that weekly goal meeting. Um, so we have execution plans and I would highly recommend you doing a weekly goal meeting with yourself, with your partner, with a friend, um, a group of friends. Um, it's, it's really, really like picked up my production level, um, productivity level, I would say. And, um, yeah, highly recommend. Okay. So three clear goals and have an execution plan Four is practice daily diligence, um, which means like repetition and to make it habitual. So it's not, uh, something that you will have to like consciously make the effort in, it c- becomes like a second nature to you and there are so many different um theories on like how long that'll take to make it a habit like 30 60 90 you know there's so many different things um, i think most people hear that it's a 30 day thing but anyway d- basically making sure you're doing your best to do it every day so it's not taking your energy to think about it every single day um because if you miss a day, then you have to like re kind of train your brain to be like, oh, I gotta do this again. You know, like we don't consciously think about getting up and going to the bathroom. I don't know, like it's just something that we have to do. But I guess that's different because your bladder is literally telling you like you have to anyway. Okay, number five is to create new habits slash rituals, and what this is saying is to do the article said to do um, or make it small, doable steps. So like not change everything in your life all at once. But let's say that you want to um, you want to work out like five days a week. And as of right now, you do not work out at all. So what it's saying is just to break it down into like bite-sized pieces. So let's just say the article actually said, um, why don't you take a walk for like 10 to 15 minutes? Start that. Do it daily or however many times a week you want to do it, whatever. Once you master that, then raise it. And so don't try and do like two-hour workouts, or I'm gonna work out in the morning, work out at night if you don't work out at all. So make like small doable steps. <clears throat> Number six is um change your perception of willpower. So he was saying that most people have the belief that your willpower is a limited amount, like you have a limited amount of willpower. And he was saying that um, in this, the SEAL candidate would need to, wouldn't make it through training if their willfulness um, or their willpower was limited. Like you are going to have to pull it out of somewhere and um, it has to be, you basically have to change your belief that you have the unlimited amount of willpower. Um, and it was saying like to compare this to as to like a stretch goal. So I'll give you an example. So today, um, I ran two miles and my two mile time was not, my best time. It wasn't my worst, but it wasn't my best time. Uh, my best time right now is 21. Shoot, I'm forgetting the seconds, but 21 something. And today was 23 something. Um, but my mile time, my first mile was under 10 minutes. And I don't know that I've hit that yet, actually. And so what it's saying that is what it's talking about is if I had made my goal one mile, I wouldn't have hit, well, chances are I wouldn't have hit that under 10 minute mile. But in knowing that I had a whole other mile after that to go, that willpower to push forward was stronger because I had more to go basically i'm just going to read this little part it says in short our internal conceptions about willpower and self-control can determine how disciplined we are if we if you can remove these subconscious obstacles and truly believe <laughs> believe you can do it then you will give yourself an extra boost of motivation toward making those goals a reality Step seven, give yourself a backup plan. Um, and it goes on to say this is really meaning like a course correction. So like if you are going for your goal and you, it gives, it gives this example. It says, um, let's say you are wanting to become a trapeze artist, but you know, it doesn't work out. So let me just, um, do some miniature golf. That's not it, what it's saying is this is not a, um, area. To make a plan B of like a mediocrity. Like you're not going to have a mediocre plan B plan. Um, it's a course correction. Um, and it also says, I really liked that it said this it's going to save you energy by not having to make the decision when you're upset about failing. Oh, dang. That that felt good. So plan for, I, this kind of ties into, um, I don't know if you listened to the manifest, are we doing manifestation? Are we all manifesting wrong? However I titled it. Um, when Mel Robbins was saying that you have to kind of imagine or visualize, think in your mind's eye about when it gets tough and see yourself in that moment and coming up with a willpower or discipline to move forward, even though you feel miserable in that moment. Um, So it's kind of, I kind of related it back to that because you're planning for when things aren't going to go great. That's not saying that they are going to do that, but it's saying if you are in that moment, you have a plan and you know how to navigate out of it. Okay, this is kind of funny, but the article has two number sevens. So this is the second number seven. Um, and it says to find trusted coaches and mentors. I want to piggyback on this and also suggest, even though I'm not Forbes. <laughs> um, so again, listen to, <laughs> listen to people who have fruit on their tree, right? So, um, if you haven't found a coach or mentor, I would also say maybe just start with finding an accountability partner. Okay. Um, so actually for me, finding someone who has something that I, my current goal is, is Natalie Barbu. Actually, actually, um, she has a successful, um, YouTube channel. She is a really successful podcast and, um, she has created multiple apps and she, I think she has some courses too. Like, I just really like how she's, done like how she's planned everything and how um she's maintained like success and in helping a lot of people too. And the number 8 is forgive yourself and move forward. Um so it's saying it's everyone's going to quote unquote fail um or fall. Um but it's the most important part is just kind of learning to get up and then keep moving forward. Keep pushing forward. Sorry if you've heard that motivational thing from Rocky. Okay. So I'm just going to run over these real quick. According to Brent Gleason, who is a former Navy Navy SEAL and did an article for Forbes, he says, to master self-discipline, Number one, know your strengths and weaknesses. Number two, remove temptations. Number three, have clear goals. Number four, practice daily dish diligence, um, meaning like a repetition to make it habitual. Uh, number five, create new habits and rituals. Make it small, doable steps. Number six is change your perception of willpower. Make sure you believe it's unlimited. Number seven is have a backup plan. This is a course correction, not a plan B. Um, the second number seven is to find trusted coaches or mentors. And number eight is forgive yourself and move forward. Again, I will have all of this wonderfulness, um, down in the show notes. If you want to read that article, it's pretty good, actually. Like, I mean, it's really, really good. Obviously that's why I'm talking about it with you guys. But, um, I really think that having those steps are going to help is going to help me. (laughs) Those steps are going to help me, um, with mastering self-discipline. I hope some of this list has helped you. Um I highly recommend listening to Do We All Use Manifestation Incorrectly? It's episode 15. If you haven't heard that one, Mel I talk about Mel Robbins and um she's doing this book tour and she talks about how we're using manif- manifestation incorrectly and I it's just really good. If you haven't heard that and that um, way of thinking about manifestation. I definitely recommend that. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead of you and I'll see you in next week's episode.